Fun Ideas Productions presents the Fun Ideas Podcast. Hi, this is Mark Arnold, and welcome to Fun Ideas Podcast number 168. The Fun Ideas Podcast is brought to you in part by Lee's Comics. Friends, have you tried Lee's Comics? Lee's Comics is better than the leading comic book store. Wait a minute. Lee's Comics is the leading comic book store. Based on arbitrary standards set by Lee Hester himself. Lee's Comics was named as one of the 21 best online dealers by popoptique.com. To shop the Lee's Comics eBay store, go to eBay and search for Lee's Comics, Inc. That's L-E-E-S-C-O-M-I-C-S-I-N-C, period. Don't forget the period. Mention the Fun Ideas podcast when you order, and you'll receive a free bonus gift. You remember them from your childhood. Half for the Friendly Ghost, Richie Ridge, Hot Stuff, Baby Huey, Sad Sack and Little Audrey. You read them in comic books and saw them on television and in the movies. Now you can read about how they and other Harvey comic characters were created in two great books from Mark Arnold and Fun Ideas Productions. The Best of Harveyville Fun Times and the Harvey Comic Companion. Both are available from Amazon. The Companion is also available from Fair Manor Media. They are available in hardcover, paperback, and ebook version. Order your copies today. Long title Looking for the Good Times Examining the Monkey Song One by One by Michael Aventrella and Mark Arnold. A book that examines each song, gives lots of details about each song, and our own personal opinions. You can find this book on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and anywhere where good books are being sold. Our webpage is wordpress.monkeys.com, where you can see many of the songs and give your own opinions of them. And we will be discussing this more on Zilch. Christmas, Christmas time is here, and Alvin and the Chipmunks are here again. In 1958, a down-on-the-clock songwriter with an unlikely name of Ross Bagdasarian plunged the last of his family savings on a multi-speed tape recorded and created The Witch Doctor and Alvin and the Chipmunks. This changed the fortunes for his family, his record label, and animated cartoon studio. Alvin! The story of Ross Bagdasarian, Liberty Records, Format Films, and The Alvin Show by Mark Arnold and Fun Ideas Productions is available from Amazon and Fair Manor Media in hardcover, paperback, and ebook versions. Order your copies today. You can now order my latest book, the TTV Scrapbook, from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Bear Manor Media. If you'd like signed copies of this or any of my books, please email me at funideas.mark at gmail.com for further information on how to order directly from me via PayPal. I now have three super articles to write for Back Issue, Super Richie, Super Dagwood, and Super Fan. My Pac-Man book is the next to be coming out, and I'm still working on my Mad and Turtles books. 
Warren Kremer is due out eventually, as is my next Disney book. On today's show, direct from Brazil, we have an author who has penned books on John Lennon and on Peter Tork. Here he is, Sergio Farias. Hi, this is Mark Arnold with another episode of Fun Ideas Podcast. And today I have an author who has written a book about this gentleman behind me, Peter Tork. <laughs> That's actually the book cover. Um, the name of the book is called Love is Understanding, The Life and Times of Peter Tork and the Monkeys. And the author is Sergio Farias. And he is coming to us today all the way from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, which is you know, I've had people from England, I've had people from Australia, so I'm international. <laughs> so well, <laughs> good. <laughs> welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you. And you, Mark? I'm doing well. Oh, and um, so you complimented me, and this is what cut you to uh, me to invite you on to my show. I did this book, which, nope, you can't see. There we go. Headquarters, yes, the great timeline book. of the monkey's solo years. And I'll have to admit, when Michael Ventrella and I were working on that book, the hardest part was the Peter Tork part because he didn't write his own autobiography, or at least it wasn't published. And the other three had, so we could get information from that. And I'll let you explain it, but it seems like there was a long dry spell where Peter wasn't doing anything after the monkeys. <laughs> and so... Yeah, he just was like not not doing anything in the public eye, really. So, um, so I'll just ask you, how did you get interested in Peter Tork and the monkeys, and eventually becoming a writer about him? Okay, first of all, congratulations about your book. Great book. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I, I was born in 1964. When the Monk series was aired in Brazilian TV in 67, um, was just three and a very little. But the, the series was in rerun in 1975. The whole episodes aired in the first semester of the 1975. And it was as very smash successful at the time. Hmm. Uh, in, in, in my classroom, Mark, uh, every every guy, every little kid uh, have a nickname by one monkey. One say, I'm Davey, I'm looking like Mike, one looking like, but nobody's Peter. And, and one day I asked him, eh, and Peter, what's Peter? You is Peter. <laughs> but at a time, my favorite was Davey. <laughs> mm. Yes. And, and, and the songs uh, the, in, in the episodes, where everybody liked it, so it was fantastic. But the records uh, was out of print at the time. We went to the stores and nobody, nobody have a, a Monk record anymore. Uh, only 1976, 77 was released a greatest hits package in Brazil. But in 75 was nothing, nothing about the Monkeys. <laughs> and we recorded, uh, remember the, the the little tape recorders, oh, yeah. and put on a microphone in front of a television mm -hmm. and record <laughs> the songs <laughs> and listen and listen over and over and over again. It's a it's a fantastic. That's when I discovered the monkeys. Hmm. And uh, 
you know, this, the same thing happened here in the United States. I mean, uh, of course, all their albums came out through the 1960s, but, um, and I first saw them probably, I don't know if they showed them that way there, but Saturday morning TV is reruns. Um, but I think all the albums here also went out of print until the Arista Greatest Hits collection that came out in 1976. So that was, there was a long dry spell with nothing. <laughs> nothing. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so how did you parlay that interest to like, you know, devote time and energy to writing just about Peter? <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Uh, and afterwards in 1975, I've discovered the Beatles. Mm. Uh, I, I've discovered the Beatles. I, I, I'm discovered first in the Monkeys. The Beatles came in the, in the second. Mm. But but opposite than the, the Monkeys, the whole records of the Beatles was in the shops. Mm-hmm. And I became a Beatle maniac. Mm. And, be, and and begin a collect all the, the 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 newspapers about the Beatles, about the Beatles, about the Beatles. But but, but I, I have with Mark always one question: and what about the monkeys? <laughs> I, I saw a fantastic group on the television, but nothing on the newspapers, nothing on the radio, nothing on the record shops. And I became a detective <laughs> looking every, 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 every little thing about the monkeys and began to collect the, all the, the little aspects about the monkeys, something very little in the newspaper, something very little in another magazine. And I had, I became a huge fan of the monkeys. Mm-hmm. And when 1986, when they made a triumphal comeback, when a 20th anniversary, Yes, and the books were coming. The, the Dave wrote the, the the first autobiography. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, about him and Mickey and, and Michael. Robert, but Peter, nothing. And be, Peter became my favorite monkey. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 in my opinion, mm-hmm. I, I love the thought of them. But Peter is more rock and roller, in my opinion, and I love rock and roll, <laughs> and mm-hmm. I. But why not, not Peter have a biography? My, my, my first book is a biography about John Lennon mm-hmm. that was released in Brazil in, in 2011. Mm, okay. A day after I released my John Lennon book, I began the, the, uh, to, to write in the Peter Talk book. Mm. Yes, I have always the collection. It, 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 in 2000, had an internet, this is more easy. And it became an interview, a lot of people uh, who have involved about Peter's life. And I spent um, around seven years uh, writing Peter's book, releasing Portuguese version first mm-hmm. in 2018. Mm-hmm. I did a wonderful world tour with that. Uh, I, I call it the Love is Understanding Tour. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> I did eight cities in Brazil. One in, Porto, in Lisbon, Portugal, and Buenos Aires, Argentina. Hmm. Peter had a lot of funds everywhere. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah, I, I actually did a little research. Um, so, yes, I did find out you did a John Lennon book. Now, I'll translate it to English. It's called John Lennon Life and Work. Um, is that, I'll, I'll go, go on to that since we're talking about it. Um, 
is that book ever scheduled to come out in an English language version or? No, I, I'm looking for an editor. Okay. Um, I, 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 I just writing another biography about the Ringo Starr mm. here in Brazil. And I'm looking for an editor too. Okay. All right. And then um, is there a difference between on the Peter Tork book from the Portuguese version that came out in 2018 and the current version that uh, has come out by Mary Manor Media, or is it basically a straight translation? No, no, I, I, I up to date um, because uh, the, the book was released in, in 2018, but is, yeah, that went over in 2017. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things happened more yeah. Peter passed away unfortunately course, yeah. in 2000 early 2019 and I, I have uh, up to date and have uh, more informations you you were a biographer you're a great writer too and you know the informations a new informations come every day right every day. <laughs> always comes in you know. look like right after the deadline in the ah! yeah. <laughs> I need that in here. Okay, okay, we'll postpone. Okay. Uh, but um, let's see, what was I going to say? Did uh, everyone you interview were they really cooperative? Did they help you uh, in discovering things that uh, most people wouldn't know about Peter? No, well, I, I, I interview Raine Stewart. Mm -hmm. uh, his second wife. Is a, 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 a very kindest person, wonderful person, mm -hmm. very funny, and and and, and she's uh, have a, a very positive impression. Of, everybody have a positive impression of the, of Peter Tork. Uh, uh, another guy called the Pet Organ, who had mm -hmm. produced his 1980 Cyber Records. Uh, remember, Side Records in 1980, Peter recorded a session. Mm -hmm. Pat Orgo was a producer. I had an interview. Uh, a, a lot of people. Unfortunately, uh, I tried to contact with him mm -hmm. in, I think, 2014. I, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. But it, it didn't work. And mm -hmm. I tried to contact with uh, the, the, uh, his kids. But mm -hmm. um, uh, it, mm -hmm. it, it didn't work. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's normal. It's normal. It's just... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. The same thing with us, you know. Uh, yes. <laughs> when Michael and I, yes. <laughs> when Michael and yeah. I were working on these books, we thought, well, we'll contact. Uh, David had passed, but we'll contact Peter, Mike, and Mickey. Maybe we'll get lucky. Um, we did to talk to a lot of other people, but yeah, they were. <laughs> typically busy actually touring most of the time so yeah <laughs> um now i should know this as a monkeys fan myself but uh did the monkeys ever hit south america or did uh uh for a tour no they they never touring in south america okay but even, they even had so a lot of hits okay no i uh, saw so no yeah no P peter in in, in 2003 Okay. Uh, okay. He, uh, he, he did a trio, uh, a couple of gigs in São Paulo, oh, Rio de Janeiro, Rio de Janeiro. But unfortunately, I missed. Oh, <laughs> oh well. Um, now, have you ever come to the states here and uh, seen any of the monkeys or all of them here? Yeah, uh, uh, um, in 2012, I saw the monks in Beacon Theater in New York. 
okay. And I photographed with the three monkeys in 2014 convention oh, very good. in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I, I'm waiting, Mark, 40 <laughs> years to meet the monkeys. <laughs> and and, and, and that, that is a, a long line to photograph with them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of questions. Oh, hello, how are you? Oh, what's the meaning of this, of that? When I entered the room and I saw Peter, Mick, and Mike, I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm freezing. Yeah. May you imagine they talk with me, talking about Brazil. They are very kind, but they're hello. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, no? Yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you got to meet uh, most of it. Did you ever have a chance ever to meet Davey or had he passed? No. Oh, okay. No, fortunately not. No, no, no. I love Davey. I, I have mm-hmm. his solo albums. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, his books have two or three biographies. Right. <laughs> I, 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 he sent me an uh, um, autograph photo. Very good. Okay, but I never, I, ne- I know, no, I, I never uh, met him. Yeah. I mean, if you read my book, you know that I actually met him face to face and talked to him just two weeks before he passed. And, you know, oh. he seemed very healthy and it didn't seem like he'd be gone. It was the same month. And at the end of the month, he was gone. It's like, wow, you know. It's only 66, you know, it's like ooh. very young. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so you said that the monkeys had a lot, a lot of hits down in Brazil. Were those the same songs that uh, became hits here or did you issue different things? Like No, 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 no. A, a little bit different. Okay. And uh, let's say to Crocsview, of course, a worldwide hit, hit in Brazil. They dream believe and I'm a believer. I'm a little had a Portuguese versions hmm. of I'm a believer. No, had a Portuguese versions of Daydream Believer, I'm a Believer, let's say to Proxy. Mm-hmm. I smashed, smashed successful in Brazil. But it was a hit in Brazil, a, a radio hit in Brazil. Don't don't call on me. Hmm. Wow. Don't call on me was a hit in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dorito Summer hmm. <laughs> was a hit in Brazil and never in the States. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah yeah and th- that is another one it was a hit in brazil mm, my god uh, that that's their their last album 1970 the changes album um it wasn't oh my my or something no, else the, the, no no opposite the, the, the b-side of oh, my, oh, what's oh i love name? you better yeah, I love you better. That was an A-side. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I know that because I see the website called 45 Cat, and it shows all the releases around the world. And, you know, you'll find out, like, the theme from the Monkees was released as a single, which it never was here. And, uh, you know, I Want to Be Free, I think, was a single other places and not here and things like that. So, yeah, I was just curious what happened in Brazil. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot another two. Take a giant step, mm. and tomorrow's gonna be another day. Wow! Th- that is a single. That is a single in Brazil. That's the the A side. You take a giant step. The mm-hmm. B side. Tomorrow's gonna be another day. Mm. I, I I got one. It's very rare. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <well. laughs> Here, take a giant step was the B side to Clarksville. So. Yeah. Yeah. In America. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In England too. I think yes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And then the other one. Uh, I don't think it ever was a single here. So interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did you get the, it, it, all the same albums? Did you get sorry. all the same? 
did you get all the same albums that we got? No, here? the same albums, the same okay. albums. The, the the cover of Red Quartet is a little bit different hmm. um, because uh, in, in 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 offshore releases there is all is all um, white with mm -hmm. the, the the monks in the middle. Here in right. Brazil, it, it is not a, it is it's white too, but it's a flowers. Is a hmm. flowers um, in, uh, below the, the, the photograph? It's the same photographs though. Other than that, it, yeah, the same it's, photograph. The same oh, okay. Photograph, so photograph. they put flowers around the edge, or just yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Flower, That's interesting. Still, I'll yeah. have to look that up afterward. <laughs> 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 we can't have it put out unless it has some flowers on it. <laughs> um, interesting. Uh, did yeah. they release everything? I guess you mentioned changes. So did they release everything uh, as they came out like they did here? So they didn't just stop and say no more for Brazil or? Did... No, no. Uh, everything is, it was, was released here. Mm -hmm. um, from the, the, the Peter Solo uh, albums, this is not released in Brazil. I think I think I think just Michael Nasmith was mm. released in Brazil. Uh, Joanne was released in Brazil. Joanne was a hit in Brazil in 1970. Mm. Joanne and his 1979 album Infinite Dogma mm -hmm. was released in Brazil, and Cruising was based <laughs> on the radio too. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now. Answer me this. This is on the other album. Was Rio a hit? <laughs> no, Rio, Rio is not a hit in Brazil. What? Rio is not a hit in Brazil. Wow. I, I imagine for sure it would be a hit. Yeah, wow. yeah, no. Interesting. No, no, no. no. Hmm. I mean, a, it wasn't it was a hit a here. It was, it, it was a hit in England, but uh, I mean, yeah. people know about it here, but it wasn't a, a hit single here. So, yeah. yeah. That's funny because I always figured, you know, that would be a natural. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, sure yeah interesting huh. okay. interesting yes which <laughs> makes me wonder you know it's like i never got a chance to really interview michael nesmith but you know since he wrote that song i was wondering if he ever visited there even on vacation just as a you know not not on tour or anything like that you know but you know you never saw him lying on the beach or anything back in the day <laughs> <laughs> anyway um let's see so um apart from beatles and monkeys uh did you become fans of any other major uh groups or are those your two loves no to love no the, the, the beatles admired monks a lot mm -hmm. um it, it, this is true that the the, the tv series was in, in, inspired by a hardest night but uh, stop stop there but the monks is, is, is not similar as the beatles they're different mm -hmm. the style is different the the lineup was different mm -hmm. and in 1967 when the the monks tour in, in england the beatles offer a, a party to the monkeys mm -hmm. they they admire a lot the monks because the monks work hard um maybe imagine mark you that do record sessions that is a uh, recording the, the TV series, touring, photographs, interviews, and they're doing very, very well. The, 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 the series was uh, revolutionary. The albums was um, fantastic. Uh, four Grammy nominations. 
And unfortunately, uh, most uh, a lot of people believe that monkeys didn't play their instruments. Mm, yeah. um, my God, may you imagine they all multi instrumentists. It happened. It's a very unfair, in my opinion. The the, the top unfair in the in the rock and roll, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, um, in doing the research, you interviewed a lot of people um, for the Peter Tork book. Um, is there any? like new information that you discovered. See, I uh, I need to get your book. I hate to say, but I, I figured I could talk to you about it because I know enough about Peter Tork. But does your book have anything that you, it, during your research that was like an aha moment, kind of like, wow, nobody knows this and it's in my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there is uh, some news uh, during the the period of the 1970s and the early 1980s, because that's a very obscure uh, period of the month. And and I concentrated my book in that period because everybody, when before I write the book, all I want to know is about that that, timeline of the period, 1970, 71, 72, and I concentrated in that um, in that period of his life and had uh, a lot of uh, news about. Until today, until today, tomorrow I have a more news right. information. <laughs> Every day more news. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, does your book have uh, like rare photos and things like that of Peter, especially during that period? Too? No, no, unfortunately okay. okay. not, because there is a copyright. Oh, okay. Um, I, I just have my my own photo with with, with the tree in the in the two thousand. Ah, there, there is a, a a very rare singles um, around the world. Very rare. There are photos of a single in Brazil, Japan, Iran, mm-hmm. Africa. Um, this is a, a rare photograph of is live picture in the singles. Oh, okay. Yeah, you did like what we did is like uh, yeah we had to get permission for certain photos but most of the time yeah we used picture sleeves album covers things like that yeah because you're always free yeah. to use that for the most part so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so during the 70s let's uh, focus on that a little bit i mean basically the the highlights i know is he tried to once he left the monkeys he tried to start his own band uh, called release and Unlike their name, they never released anything. Yeah. Uh, did you find any additional information about that group, or was it so small there wasn't anything? And uh, they recorded. They had a recorded in Atlantic, Atlantic Records. Mm-hmm. There is uh, there is a sessions, and, and, and when I interview Rainy Stewart about, I I I ask I ask her about the demo of that recordings, but she, uh, she didn't know. She would love to hear that demos. And mm-hmm. uh, she, she remembered that was a fantastic bluegrass, bluegrass rock at a time. They, they recorded a dozen of tracks, but disappeared the demo. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear that demo. Let's hope that like 7A Records, which seems to 
be able to find everything <laughs> we'll find something you know i mean they did find a lot on uh peter's first real solo album and they added it to their reissue so i assume you got that correct yes stranger yes, yes, what, what's yes. it called strangers i can't even remember the stranger name things have happened yeah yes, stranger yes. things have happened thank you <laughs> i'm like <"Here." laughs> um Me too. and then uh later in the 70s i mean i know the part that gets blown out of proportion is he went to jail for possession of a little hash and stuff like that but was that really as big a deal as everybody has made it out to be i mean it seemed like it was very small too yes know? a three dollar rash in, in in his pocket too mm. uh he was in juarez mexico Mm-hmm. And the cop, the the, the policeman, co- uh, uh, arrested him in the in the customs, and he spent three months in Oklahoma penitentiary. Uh, at a time, as he spent a, a hundred days, but just before three dollars rash. Oh my God! Mm. That was the time. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just how t- times have changed. It's like, uh, you know, uh, completely here, here in Oregon, you know, it was one of the first states to legalize marijuana. So now, you know, you can just buy it in a store, you know, it's not a big deal. Mad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but um, and then uh, he did appear when uh, Mickey and Davey made Dolan's Jones uh like, why am I blanking? Uh, the, uh, Dolan's Jones. Uh, Boys and uh, Hearts. Boys and Heart. Thank you. <laughs> you need to remind me. Uh, Dolan's Jones, Boys and Heart, which is actually going to be reissued on 7A Records. Um, did you find out anything? Like, I know they did like one appearance, or Peter joined them at Disneyland for one appearance. Was yeah. there ever discussion that he may actually join that band on a semi-permanent or any permanent basis or was that no <laughs> no 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 o- only that gigs they they recorded a single christmas single in right. 1976 yes in your book you, you recorded that but no that, that that's only in 1970 uh mick had a gig with mickey and mixed do- mix sisters coco 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 okay. yes yeah yes the two nights in Macabre Troubadour. Um, but the, the, that that's only a, a few gigs with this the his his pals during the, the 70s. Mm, okay. And then didn't uh I think Peter uh produced one of Mickey's singles or something. Yeah, yeah. good, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on you single in in, in nineteen seventy-one. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, good. The, he arranged, he played guitar, or, I, I think he's played guitar, in, 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 the, in the two tracks. The A-side is on you, the B-side is Oh Someone. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think it's Mama Cass is on the back, 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 back vocals. Wow. And that's recordings. That. Yes, yes. Oh. I put in my book, I think, yes, yes. <laughs> Learn something already. Well, I do plan to get the book in any case. So, <laughs> I think it's just been released, right? It's 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 like brand new from Bear Manor. It came out like this month or last month. Is that correct? Yeah, 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 yeah. My my my, my book released on May May sixth. 
Okay, so yeah, it's not like it has been out for years or something like that, yes. you know, so, or at least the English version of it. Yeah, so, um, but I'd prefer to get this one, not just because it's in English, it's also because you said it's more up to date. So, you know, yes. the more information, the better, because uh, like I said, when Michael and I were working on it, it's like, why didn't he write an autobiography? It would be so much easier. The only thing that helped is I have... Um, uh, I don't know if you ever subscribed to the Monkey Business fanzine, but uh, I, I only subscribed to that through the mid 80s. So it's like at least I could read about Peter from that point on. But before that, it was a little bit of detective work, a little bit of guesswork. Um, I do know that he was a school teacher for a time in the late 70s as well. I don't know if you'd elaborate on that much. Yeah, yeah, he he was uh, teaching from in 1976 mm -hmm. until early 1977. Mm -hmm. There is a different school in Santa Monica, I think. There is a modern school at the time, and he teach. Um, he, he, his first uh, class was Mao from mm -hmm. Mao Zedong. Ma, Ma, Mao Zedong. Wow. Uh, Mama, Mama, mm -hmm. and Marx. <laughs> wow i didn't even know that well, yeah. i just know he was a teacher i didn't know exactly what he was teaching but i did know that like the um curriculum or the way he taught was a little you know free spirited it wasn't like you know nose in the books homework and do your you know, <laughs> you know type, of, type of stuff yeah and I saw a picture, which I'm sure you've seen the picture where his hair was probably down yeah, to his waist yeah. is like long hair, not, not a lot longer than even this picture. So <laughs> yeah. makes us look yeah. like we have crew cut here. Yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, what else? So um, did he, from your research, this is the part I never really could figure out. Did he keep trying to be in the music business throughout the 70s or did, apart from like the Christmas thing and the occasional concert, did he just kind of ignore it and say that's that music stuff's in my past? What, no, what no, he's, no, he spent the, the, the whole 1970s decades trying to to in, in, in music business in, in different levels, in different mm -hmm. levels in 1973. He had a, 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 a group in San Anselmo, mm -hmm. uh, a 40-piece group, very, very big, yes. There, there is a, a brass. And, and they, they touring in northern north of California. That, uh, he had some solo, a lot of solo gigs in, in east side, west side, mm -hmm. and a cotton mall when in 1970 when he went to to New York he had a, a background group called the uh, cotton mouth hmm. he, he, he plays he played a lot in the 1970s and, and recording some demos okay but it, it, it went uh, uh, nowhere uh, he, he recorded Mike a demo in in Nesmith Ranch recording. Oh, what's the name? It's not Pacific Arts. Before Pacific Arts. Oh, but it's not Video Ranch either. It's a 
Video uh, Ridge now, yes, but uh, I mean, yeah, Countryside is a label and Countryside, uh, Countryside, it was Countryside, okay, <laughs> Countryside, yeah, 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 yes. Mick recorded uh, a demo in nineteen seventy three in Michael's Countryside, but is 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 never recording. Um, I saw a, a, a record, unfortunately. Mm. So it sounds like, which is kind of interesting to find out, um, that he, Peter probably played a lot of concerts that weren't really, um, uh, you know, really haven't been detailed on, on any sort of website or any sort of book or anything. He was probably playing little gigs here and there, and it might not have been the star. He might have been a supporting guitarist or something like that. And just keep gigging around, you know, just kind of like he was before he was a monkey. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he plays a lot in uh, Greenwich Village in New York mm -hmm. in 1963. Uh, Jose Feliciano, remember Jose Feliciano? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, Jose Feliciano was a colleague of the Peter in that uh, uh, Greenwich Village days in 63. He mm -hmm. plays a lot in, 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 he plays in whole Manhattan clubs. Hmm. In 1963, 64, okay. and in the beginning of 1965, and before after he went to California and became a monkey. In the public eye, I guess, for lack of a better term, um, kind of sad when you look back on it. But at least he kind of made up for it later on, probably with the help of the monkeys, that he got to have uh, shoe suede blues and uh, you know other you know performing opportunities, so he could kind of establish himself as a solo artist, which he always wanted. You know, which is what I was very happy about for Peter later on. So, I, I think Mark Peters is is, is have a, a ten solo albums. I think is mm -hmm. more than any other monkey. Maybe not Michael. Michael have a more than a ten record, but 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 Peter, he, his first album was released in 1994. But he's a very very constantly in their releases after the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the one thing in doing the research for our solo book. It's like how, like, right out the gate after the monkeys, you know, Davey and Michael put out albums and Michael put out a lot. And then Davey just done. You know, he, put yes. out, you know, and it's like, you would think he would be a big star and he would have continued. And it's like, but then Peter didn't put out anything until I think, uh, it's that little EP single that says Peter's back. And, in 1981, uh, yes. Yeah, and granted, you're saying he did a lot of demos, but they just didn't get released. So yes, <laughs> um, it's kind of sad, but you know, hopefully, the you know they'll find these someday and put these out. You know, especially now, um, I'd like to hear him just see what he was doing. <laughs> Curiosity. I mean, they can't be that bad, can they? I mean, it's like he had already gone through many years of a professional recording environment so i would think that they sound presentable so <laughs> yeah um 
I want to talk a little bit about your John Lennon book. Uh, so since I have not seen that one either, does that one focus, uh, like it says, just life and work? Is it just a strict uh, biography or do you cover, do you have a different angle on his book? No, 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 a biography, a biography, but I'm concentrated in that years that he's out of the, the, the spotlight. I'm concentrated oh. from 1975 to 1980. Okay. Because it is, it is. Uh, uh, everybody knows about the these the stars that when he's retired or he's out of the spotlight, mm -hmm. and I'm I'm concentrated that, and my Mark, what a fantastic life! My God, mm -hmm. uh, John Lennon. This is one day on the life of John Lennon is a something like a ten years in our single life. <laughs> it's amazing. We're even the Beatles career. It's like, you know, what the Beatles Fantastic. did in say, well, I'll be liberal, you know, they did 10 years, you know, I'll say even Hamburg and stuff, you know, what they did in 10 years, most other artists would do in a lifetime and maybe not even that. You know? So it's amazing. So, um, and, and I'm looking and I'm looking for an American editor to my, John Lennon and the Ringo Starr book this is just in a Portuguese version. Okay, so the Ringo yes. one is completed in Portuguese. Ringo is completed. Oh, okay. Ringo is completed, and it came out in the, the, the late of that year. Oh, okay, uh, and now does that cover his whole career, or is it uh, specific? Or no, Ringo, Ringo uh, from nineteen, his solo, his, his only the, his solo career. From okay. 1970 to 1989. Oh, okay. The first 20 years. Okay. Of yeah. solo career. I was going to say, that's a lot of years if you put the whole thing. But you know, <laughs> I mean, there are other Ringo biographies, but, you know, it's like, yeah. Um, yeah. At this point, since there hasn't been as many as, say, for John, George, and Paul, uh, I would rather have something more in depth. I'm a Ringo fan. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, same question that I asked about the monkeys. Have you met any or all of uh, the Beatles or even seen them in concert? Yeah, the, the, the question about the, the, the monkeys uh, is, 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 is a very, very um, about the, the, the career, the, 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 about his career. When everybody asks about the Beatles, about their private life, mm. <laughs> and that's uh, uh, because the, the Beatles became very bigger, very big, and it's a normal everybody wants to know about the private life. And but but the monks know the, the monks. Everybody uh, uh, knows uh, wants to know about the, the career. The the monks are require very respect. Mm -hmm. And during that years, so finally, I, mm -hmm. I remember when I was a teenager, Mark, when I talk about the monks, they were, oh, the monks, oh, they didn't play the instruments, what a group. Now it's different. Now yeah. it's very different. Now everybody respects the monks, I think. Right. And that's the same way as it was here. You'd think it'd be different since they're from the U.S., but no, they were very disrespected for many years. And now people see, ah, yeah, they did uh, write some of their own songs. They did perform on many of their songs. 
Uh, they were a touring band far longer than they were a TV show. Uh, so they became a real band. You know, like uh, Mickey likes to say, it was if if Spock became a, a real alien. But it's actually more than that. I mean, they really did become a real rock and roll band. You know, and it's like well, sure. Very, very, very. Now going, I I wanted to repeat the question. I don't know if you understood me. Have you seen any of the Beatles in person? In a concert or uh, in a concert? Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's what sorry. I was asking. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yes. I, I saw, I saw Paul, Paul McCartney. I think in ten times. Wow. <laughs> in <Okay>. Brazil, <laughs> yes. And Ringo, the, the first time I saw Ringo was in Saratoga, in California. Oh wow! In 2010, yes. Okay. And in Brazil, I saw the Beatles, I saw Ringo in 2011 and 2015. Mm. Three times Ringo and 10 times Paul. <laughs> well, I will tell you this. You don't know this about me. I was there at the Ringo one in Saratoga. Oh, in 2012. At, at the time, that's where my dad lives. I was living there. And I said, I got to go to this concert. This is the closest Ringo's going to be in my house. So <laughs> like, he was you know, less than a mile away. I actually walked into the concert. I didn't even drive. It was that close. So, yeah. Fantastic concert, no? Yes. And, wow. But I've seen Ringo about five times over the years. I've seen Paul maybe about four or five times. Uh, can't, I'd have to think about it, you know. <laughs> but first time for both of us, 1989. So I didn't see them way wow. back in the 70s or anything like that. So. In the first edition of uh, uh, All Star Band. Yeah, I saw the very first. Billy Preston. Yeah. Billy mm -hmm. Preston. Oh, good. Yep, nice, yep. nice. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, yeah, most of those people are now gone. It's like people from the band. Uh, yeah. Billy Preston, John Entwistle. I think he was in a later edition, but he's gone too. It's like wow, but Ringo keeps going. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and very it's in the great shape. <laughs> now I don't know if this is the case now because I don't always keep up on these world records, but apparently. Uh, one of the Paul McCartney concerts in Brazil there was supposed to be the largest concert ever. Um, Toto. Did you go to that one? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was just curious about that. Uh, I don't know if it's been broken since, but I, th I think that was still, I think that is still the record of the largest uh, concert ever as far as number of people. It it was in 1990 Maracanã Stadium mm -hmm. in Rio de Janeiro. Fantastic. Uh, there was a two, uh, two concerts. I was in, the, in, in that two concerts. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a, a, a rain at a time, a rainy day at a time. Oh. Mm -hmm. I think but I everybody was there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not going to stop you, huh? <laughs> no rain. Uh -huh. um, let's see. We haven't really talked about George that much. Uh, did you ever get a chance to meet him? I know he didn't do concerts no, very much. Yeah. No, 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 no. George stayed in Brazil in February 1979. Mm. But 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 I, I was a 14 years old, mm. and uh, unfortunately, I love George. I love yeah. George. Probably my, my my next biography is about George. Okay, very good. Yes, yes. Um, but they never saw the Jordan person. Yeah, I almost uh, went to 
uh, see George when he did the tour in Japan. I was going to just book a flight and go out there and I chickened out at the last minute. I was like, now I'm like, oh, I should have gone. And um, I think you might know this person. I've asked him actually to interview you for his monkey shows. Charles Rosney. Do you know Charles Rosney? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. Great so he guy, may be contacting yes. you if he hasn't, but uh, he's, he's a friend of mine now. And he says, oh, I took people to to japan to see george and we've actually met we actually bumped into him you could have come and i'm like no you know don't tell me that you know <laughs> uh, so you know oh well i didn't see george um but i did see paul and ringo and i've seen julian lennon i guess that's that counts oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah when was, when, when um he had put out I think it was when he put out his third album. It might have been the fourth album. It was, I think it was the third album, Mr. Jordan. Mr. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And, 1988, uh, 89. He, he, his popularity had already started to decline, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. he still played all the big hits and everything. So I was happy. So um, uh, the crowd was kind of moderate. It wasn't so, huge, so, so. you know, but I was happy. So. <laughs> sure <laughs> yeah and i don't even know if he tours anymore he barely puts out albums although he did put out a song recently i think but yeah <laughs> um yeah i i haven't seen sean uh although he's apparently toured but i did see yoko once um <laughs> and i actually when? was when um i saw her in concert oh, it's gotta be about 20 2010 2011 somewhere around there yeah 2010 yeah yeah he's touring you know yeah i remember that and sean was actually sean was there now that i think about it he was in the band but he didn't sing Mm. he just played guitar um and uh there was a play that they were testing about about the life of john lennon this is a different time and it seems like that was earlier like about 2007 2008 and it was pretty good, but it was supposed to go to Broadway in New York, but apparently no. it wasn't. It didn't, and it wasn't well received. But uh, I guess the highlight of it is I got all the autographs of the people who were doing the acting, and I actually was within three feet of Yoko because I just happened to be at a spot. But she had like handlers around her, so I just kind of waved to her, and she waved. <laughs> so that's my close encounter with yoko so at least i got to say that but i didn't get a chance to talk because had i approached her they'd probably say no 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 (laughs) stay back so so let's see what else um any other books uh, you're planning about any of the other monkeys uh or is the group as a whole um no, 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 no. I, 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 I think the the other monks have um, a, a very good biographies. I'm I'm stopping with Peter, but, but but Paul McCartney and George Harrison was my my next. Okay, my okay. next. So twenty. At this point... I, I I had a job for the next twenty years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And on, on the on the George and Paul books, uh, would those cover like the solo years more than the group years? No, no, no. Paul, Paul, he, he, I'm concentrating in in the timeline with the Beatles. Okay. Um. Yeah. George, George, George solos. George, oh, okay. I, I concentrate in solo before. Okay. 
So you do that kind of like I do, um, which is good. Um, you try to take a different angle instead of writing the standard biography that everybody has done over and over and over. You try to take a, a different take on it, which I admire. So, you know, because hopefully uh, you can learn something from each one of your books, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, 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 you, you'll know uh, all of my books, your book, my books, all of the biographers, we have only the catch one aspect. Right. One angle is a very, very particular that's about your mind, your, what you think. Mm -hmm. And this is a very, very precious about mm -hmm. the, the, the artistic life. If, you, if you're going to write about Peter, I, I have a certain that you are a very excellent book because you have, you know, that your angle, your own angle, and this mm -hmm. became a very good and different for my book. This yeah. is a very, very, very nice about our profession. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I, I try to do that. So, you know, I'm not writing the exact same book you wrote. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> just slap my name on it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. Uh, other than writing books, what else do you do? Uh, what Do you, do you have like a, another career or another type of job? Yeah, yeah. I'm retired from, I, I'm working around 40 years in Banco do Brasil. Brazil Bank. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. I, I had a, a master degree in, in administration, and I'm retired now. Hmm. And that's now I'm concentrating to writing my books. I released Mark in in that year a novel. Do you believe it? Hmm. <laughs> uh, a, a thriller, an erotic thriller. Hmm. Uh, Call it manipulative ones. Mm. But uh, my career as a novelist began and stopped in that book. <laughs> <laughs> just one? Okay, all right. Just one, just That's one, fine. just That's one. <laughs> in a certain respect, uh, yeah, it is hard to be a novelist. Uh, it's hard to write an exciting fictional story. I can't say it's impossible. People do it every day. But I, I'm very picky if I'm going to write, if I was going to write a novel, I just would have to have a, a really good idea. But I don't know. I, I just like straight history and I like uh, doing the research. That's what I really love, you know? So, you yeah, know, it sounds like you do too. So, <laughs> um, Other than Beatles and Monkeys, are there any other interests that uh, you might, eventually write a book about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 parallel from my job in, a, in, the, in, the, in the bank, I'm writing articles from a pop magazine here in Brazil. <laughs> my column is about the 60s. Oh. And I wrote a dozen of articles about the Herma Hermits. Oh, yeah. I love Herma Hermits. <laughs> <laughs> I love loving the Spoonful. Remember? <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, Jefferson airplane, um, blood, sweat, and tears. Oh yeah, uh, that that is a lot. Um, Donovan, I, I wrote about them, but just articles. But uh, in my pyramid, the first was I think the Beatles, Monkeys. The second, I think Rolling Stone and Herma mm -hmm. Hermits. I love Herma Hermits. Right. <laughs> then again, going to back to my book, you probably like the forward where 
Peter Noon. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I did approach him and I said, can you write a forward? He was very funny. He said, I don't know these guys. He says, I don't know. And I thought he was serious. I was like, oh my God, you know, and he says, no, nah, I'm just joking. I'll send you something. And he sent me that. And it was like, perfect. And it's like, but he was joking. He was like, yeah, I never met him before. I don't know any of it's like wow because he toured with at least davy and mickey i know you know it's like <laughs> anyway always the jokester but i did see um peter noon once in concert and uh if you haven't have you ever seen him in concert no unfortunately okay. not if you ever get a chance to he's very funny and uh he'll, he'll do the standard hits he'll do the hits but between the songs he'll say hey does anybody here like Mick Jagger? And uh, <laughs> people go, yeah, you know. And so he'll start imitating Mick Jagger and sing Satisfaction. <laughs> it's so funny, you know. And he'll he'll imitate him, you know, doing the you know all the <laughs> dancing the way Jagger dances. And it's like it's so funny. So if you ever get a chance to see him somewhere, you know, don't hesitate. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like Herman Servitz as well. Um, Never contemplated writing a book about them, but you never know. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Anything outside of music, or are you strictly like a, a big music fan? So no, no, it's strictly new music. Strictly new music. My, my, my passion. 1960s is my passion of music. Rock and roll. I'm American. American okay, in England. I was going to say, uh, is it typically American in English and uh, stuff like that? Is, is there any. Uh, groups that came out of brazil that kind of are big maybe there and not here that like someone like myself should pay attention to any brazilian groups yeah 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 there is a brazilian group called the mutantes mm. mutantes uh, a great group there, there is a, a bilingual bilingual uh, our book uh, wrote by Chris Fuscaldo, uh, a, a great Brazilian biographer, who wrote uh, the, the book was translated in Portuguese and in, and in English about that band, a 1960 band, a very a rock psychedelic, a, a fantastic. Sean Lennon loves that group. Hmm. So do, do they group. sound kind of like the Beatles or similar? Mm, similar uh, for white album oh, okay. ahead. Sergeant Pepper ahead. Sergeant Pepper. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sergeant not Pepper early ahead. Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. Yeah. You know, it's like I always am curious about bands. Like I said, I um I talk to this guy regularly. Uh he goes by the name of Plastic EP, but he's in Australia. You may or may not have heard of him. He does shows like this. And uh so I'm always asking him, what was this group like in Australia? And he'll talk to me about Australian groups that I've never heard of. And then I'll listen to him because YouTube gets everything. And I go, this is great. I don't know why it wasn't a hit here. You know, it's like, but, you know, I, I guess the U.S. is like, we don't want to hear the rest of the world stuff. you know, Because <laughs> I'm always, I, it doesn't even have to be in English. If it sounds good, you know, I'm like, all right. You know, it's like, I've liked Japanese groups uh before that you know like yellow magic orchestra and puffy yami yumi and things like that and you know, they don't sing in english all the time but 
they sound really good you know so you know so that's what i'm always seeking out it doesn't matter what the language is so you know music is music <laughs> so, <laughs> so other than uh right uh, now your column is are you still writing that column you said for the magazine as well yeah no 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 oh, okay I, I, I wrote from 1994 until 2005 Oh, that's a long time. Wow. Yeah. yeah is the yeah, magazine yeah, out of print? Is it? Done? No, no, it's out of print now. Oh, you yeah, just stopped yeah, doing yeah. it. Okay. The, right. the, 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 the name of the magazine uh, was International Magazine. International. It, 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 it's a Brazilian magazine, but mm. the name was, uh, was in English. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, you know, I look forward to seeing any books. Uh, do you come out and ever like tour yourself to do book signings and stuff up here or not yet? I would, I would love to tour in America. Okay. I, I'm going to try some, I, unfortunately I have no agent in America yeah. and, I, and I try some contacts to have a singing out of my books in New York or California. Yeah. I try some, some places, but until now I, nothing but but I, i'm trying <laughs> yeah well like I, I mentioned earlier i think uh you should probably talk to charles rosene again because he does put on beetle shows and monkey shows and stuff like that yeah. i'm sure he would uh help you know if you could fly up there to new york or connecticut or wherever he does his shows he'd probably give you a table and set you up and stuff like that and promote you and stuff like that so charles is a nice person yeah yes. so uh nice person yeah, so I, I would work with him definitely, and I, I would push it too. I was like I said, I talked to him. It's like, have you interviewed Sergio for your Monkeys Radio show? No, and it's like and he goes, I talk to him all the time, and I go, I never thought about it. It's like Charles, <laughs> you know. I mean, as soon as I found out that you were working on a Monkeys book, I wasn't even thinking about it. I knew about your Peter Tork book. But I didn't read the author name. I just said, oh, there's a Peter Turk book. And then when you contacted me and said, I love your headquartered book, I go, hey, that's the guy that wrote the Peter Turk book. You know, I do a podcast. You want to do it? And here we are. So, you know, so, you know, I do my little part. Unfortunately, I don't do put on shows. I do sometimes attend shows. So, uh, but I think Charles would be your best bet. At least you could get to the East Coast, you know, and that would be a good market. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. nice all right um well uh i don't have any other questions you have any other words of wisdom or any other things you'd like to promote well yes my my, my book is uh in a top 25 in amazon shorts in uh biographies uh musical biographies is a very nice i'm very happy with this i'm very happy for the peter peter is a brilliant musician but is a great human being too, in my opinion. And I, I'm, I'm very happy about, for me as a, as a biographer, but for Peter as a great artist that he was. Well, I'm happy, very, very happy that you're helping keeping Peter's memory alive, you know, and talking about his career Whereas other people may just know him as a monkey and nothing else, you know, and it's like, no, he's more than that. So I'll definitely uh, be on the lookout for your book, which is called Love is Understanding, The Life and Times of Peter Tork and the Monkeys, written by this gentleman, 
Sergio Farias, who's been a pleasure having you as my guest for the last hour. And uh, we will put this up, this podcast up soon, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. My pleasure, Mark. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you. And again, this is Mark Arnold for another episode of Fun Ideas Podcast. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening, and thank you, Sergio Farias, for being my special guest. Remember, you can always watch the video version of this episode on YouTube. Episode 169 will be coming soon. If you would like to comment and or be a guest on this podcast, please drop me a line at funideas.mark at gmail.com. Become a patron of Mark Arnold and Fun Ideas Productions. If everyone listening just contributed a dollar a month, that would be a tremendous help in continuing the production of my books and this podcast. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel. The opening and closing music for the Fun Ideas podcast is provided courtesy of Andrew the Slow Poisoner Goldfarb and is used with permission. This has been the Fun Ideas podcast. This is Mark Arnold speaking. This episode is copyright 2022. Fun Ideas Productions. Thank you and good night.